This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Senate Education and Health Committee will delve into the reopening of schools and places of business, even with a mixed outlook on the coronavirus. Also on the Hill this week, Congress will step up the push to get some oversight of all that spending. Here with more on the outlook, WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. And Mitchell, we should start with this whole D.C. statehood thing, which I have a feeling is going to blow over like it usually does. But uh, what are they saying as of this morning? Well, right now, as you might expect, the Republican-controlled Senate and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell are saying they are not going to take up the bill that was passed on Friday. A historic vote, though, in the House. This has been something, as you know, that D.C. has been working on for decades. That was the first House vote on the floor since 1993 when it was rejected in that year. And then the House on Friday passed this historic legislation, which would give D.C. two senators and one House member. And, of course, they're in line the political rub. Republicans do not want to see this happen. They don't want D.C. to have a chance to get possibly three more lawmakers on the Democratic side, which would likely happen since D.C., of course, is predominantly Democratic by party. So we'll see what happens. But right now, they the Democrats are really just celebrating the fact that it reached this milestone. It's been a long road for D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton. She got a lot of support in Congress on the House side from Democrats, of course, Republicans, Strongly opposing this, saying that it's unconstitutional. What we would see likely down the line would be the following. For the Democrats, their best case scenario would be that they would get they would take control again of the Senate and that they would potentially get control of the White House. Then they would, of course, control both chambers and the White House and eventually try to get it through the Senate in a final passage. However, once even if that happened, and that's a long ways away, of course, and a lot of things can happen, even if that were to happen, there's no doubt that this would go to the U.S. Supreme Court and it would really set up a major legal battle, but a very interesting case here in Washington, D.C., and down to more mundane business, the as we mentioned in the beginning, the, the Senate Health and uh, Education Committee has a lot of work to do, too. Yeah, this is going to be a busy week, and it's really important now, especially with all of these hot spots across the country. There was a warning on Friday from the White House Coronavirus Task Force, which we had not heard from in a long time. And Dr. Anthony Fauci basically told the country that things need to be brought under control, that he set out another warning related to young people, reminding them he understands the difficulties of trying to stay in. But because of all these places like Florida, Texas, California and South Carolina, that a lot needs a lot of work needs to be done. So that really heightens the importance of this hearing by the Senate Education and Health Committee chaired by Tennessee Senator Lamar Alexander. They are going to hear tomorrow from Dr. Fauci as well as the head of the CDC, Dr. Robert Redfield. It'll be interesting to hear what they have to say, given what they said last week. There are, of course, huge issues for a lot of people, including federal workers and their families. What is going to actually happen with the return to work? Obviously, it's been staggered over a period of months. And also, of course, the biggest looming question for many people is what is going to happen with the school systems? The last time Dr. Fauci appeared before this panel, he was very cautious about how people might be returning to schools. There are a lot of people that are advocating that kids get back to schools. They cite studies in other countries that suggest that possibly there may not be as much spread as within younger people. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens at this hearing tomorrow. We're speaking with Mitchell Miller, Capitol Hill correspondent for WTOP. 
And the oversight of spending, I think people have been expecting already for a long time because now the stories are starting to trickle out of checks going to deceased people and so on. So what do you see ahead there? Well, Congress is really trying to step up oversight related to the billions of dollars that have gone out under the CARES Act. I should say hundreds of billions of dollars. The GAO report that you cite, of course, got a lot of attention last week that said $1.4 billion went out to more than a million people who are deceased. Obviously, that got a lot of people's attention. And that came from a general accounting office report that really looked at a lot of other issues as well. Well, and it raised a lot of red flags for a lot of lawmakers, many on the Democratic side particularly, and many Republicans as well, wondering exactly where some of this money is going. There's also been questions about where the money is going in terms of small business administration and and loans to small businesses, how much transparency is there. There's been a push to get a lot more transparency. So the Senate Finance Committee tomorrow has a hearing looking at the impact of COVID-19 as well as the IRS. IRS obviously in the eye of the storm here related to those checks going out. Federal taxes are currently due in mid-July and there has been some discussion related to taxes about moving that back later in the year. So the IRS, a lot of questions for the agency when that hearing gets underway. I think one of the things they might discover is that because of whatever databases one agency has may not be up to date on the death records and the vital records coming over from other agencies. Precisely. I mean, that was something that some of the uh, financial people had warned about. And there were some concern among lawmakers as well that said, well, if you send out all these checks and you're basing them on, say, the you know 2019 or 2018 tax records, depending on who the person was, uh, that they they many people had no doubt that checks were going to go to dead people. So it sounds kind of crazy, but there was some understanding that this was going to happen. I read that there were also some warnings in that GAO report from a few years ago that said when these type of issues come up, you're always going to have this issue because there's just that so much lag time, as you know, within the federal bureaucracy. And will this all, do you think, cool the ardor to have another big stimulus bill even further? I think it will because uh, there's been a lot of mixed signals. You know, the White House at times, the president has indicated that he would like stimulus checks to go out again. But I think this cools down the temperature on that. And frankly, there's a lot of Republican lawmakers up here who many of them have never really been that excited about sending out stimulus checks. I think this only reaffirms for them that this is not the way they want to go. Certainly, there will be pressure. It's a, a thing that's kind of easy in some ways for people to recognize that the money goes out right away. Way, but a lot of lawmakers up here and some on the Democratic side, too, just don't think that this is perhaps the most effective way to help Americans during the pandemic. Mitchell Miller is Capitol Hill correspondent for WTOP. Thanks so much. You bet. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.